0: Hello and welcome to The Binge 10. I'm Larry Goldman, your host. And here has been what's been good to watch on TV recently. And here's what you need to be watching next week. Uh, It has been a little while since the last podcast. So we've got a bunch of premieres to get to. There hasn't been that much. So we've kind of given it some time to mature. So first of all, here's what I've watched recently that you probably need to see. So first of all, Fear Street on Netflix. Uh, The Fear Street series is a three, uh, just about almost two-hour movies that continually move back in time. The first episode's in 1994, second, 1978, and the last one is from 1666. This is basically the story of a small town called Shadyside, where every few years they have a night of mass murders. Uh, After the last killing spree, a group of teenagers try to figure out what is causing the killings, how to stop it, and how to free their friend from some type of possession. So this is how they continue to go back in time as they follow clues and clues and they uncover all these stories from 1978 and 1666. They don't actually travel in time. These are just stories that somebody is telling or retelling. The movies have a bit of a scream vibe to it, so there are some great kills uh, and uh, some good laughs as well. Everything's kind of tongue-in-cheek, kind of funny. Uh, The 1978 episode is about camp counselors. The The 1666 episode is about pilgrims. It's all very cliche horror stories. I recommend Fear Street. It was a ton of fun. Another series that cropped up over the last couple of weeks was Never Have I Ever. This is on Netflix. It's created by Mindy Kaling. I think she writes most of it as well. This is presumably a a semi-autobiographical series about a, a high school sophomore, an Indian girl trying to just not screw up in high school. She continues, continually fails miserably. Uh, As a girlfriend, as a friend, as a daughter, it's pretty much a a comedy uh, with some teenager frustration thrown in, and then every now and then somebody will say something really dirty and really funny. It kind of comes out of nowhere makes it even funnier. Uh, Though it comes off like a completely young adult series, I really liked it. I really like season one and season two. You don't need to completely watch season one to get season two, but it's only a 30-minute episode. Season two, I just finished it up. It was really great. Uh, it, It goes through her trials and tribulations as she's trying to figure out which boy she likes. And a second Indian girl moves into her high school, and the jealousy... That goes with that. I recommend Never Have I Ever. Another uh, pretty recent uh, series, uh, Leverage Redemption. So I was a big fan of this show back in the early part of this century when Timothy Hutton was the leader. They've now rebooted uh, this series on, well, I I think technically it's on IMDb TV, But you can watch it on Amazon, which is how I watch it, because it's really on IMDb TV. There are commercials. Uh, They brought back the entire cast. And this uh, reboot kind of takes place uh, after Timothy Hutton's character dies. And so they all get back together after he's died. Leverage has been presumably carrying on stealing from the rich, giving to the robbed and um, uh, uh, people that are suffering. They've they did they, they brought back the original hacker for like the first two episodes. And they replace that character with the Hacker's sister. It's too bad because he was one of my favorite characters. He was really, really funny. Not sure what else he had going on. Uh, Noah Wiley, you know, from ER and Dark Skies, he replaces Timothy Hutton. And he has some decent lines, cracks a few jokes, and plays a decent bad lawyer turned Robin Hood. Uh, The series is just a bunch of independent shows. It's not really any underlying story, so it's pretty light, pretty funny, good kind of con man, theft kind of crimes things. Uh, I recommend Leverage. Um, Katla. Uh, On Netflix, Katla comes from Iceland and is a story about strange, strange things happening after the volcano, Katla, erupts. People seem to be coming out of the glacier. Some of these people have been dead for years. Some of these people are alive, and these are younger versions of themselves. The series focuses on the story of about four or five people trying to deal with these things that have come back, trying to figure out if they're real, what is their purpose, and how they should respond to these uh, humans or creatures. They just don't know. Story's pretty good, moves a little slow. I didn't dig the ending that much. I'd say Katla is just okay. Um, Sky Rojo on Netflix season two of Sky Rojo from Spain is out. It picks up exactly where the first season left off with the three prostitutes on the run from their pimps. The girls try to help out their friends at the club, try to feel, uh, try to free them, try to steal money, try to get them their passports back, uh, and in general, trying to get free of their pimps. This season is a little more action-packed than season one, but it also isn't nearly as funny as season one. Uh, they, they continue to dive into topics uh, like human trafficking, uh, the abuse of sex workers, drug addiction, uh, but it's just not as funny as season one, which they really did pull off even talking about all these topics. However, I still like season two a lot, and I would recommend it. They're clearly teeing up a season three. Um, how to Sell Drugs Online. So on Netflix, season three of How to Sell Drugs Online comes out of Germany. The tale of how Morris can run an online drugstore, avoid being killed by drug dealers and suppliers, continue high school, and get his friends and girlfriends back. Uh, this show remains pretty much a comedy with all of these moving parts of the first two seasons, but a little more tension as the cops are starting to close the gauntlet a little bit. The lead character is painfully shy, painfully awkward, but it continues to work, and the scenarios they put him and his friends in are really funny. I recommend how to sell drugs. Uh, Dr. Death uh, on Peacock. This has a great cast. We're talking about Alec Baldwin, Christian Slater, and Joshua Jackson, with a spattering of other interesting cameos and co-stars. So this is kind of a big budget thing out of Peacock. Uh, this comes from the same showrunners that do Dirty John, uh, and this show is also based on a podcast. Uh, this series is about the real life story of Dr. Munch, uh, played by Jackson. Uh, this guy was a spinal surgeon who was basically butchering and in some cases killing his patients. Simple surgeries are turned into paralysis and sometimes death. Slater and Baldwin, they play surgeons who team up with the district attorney in Dallas to try to put this guy out of business. The show is definitely very scary. If you've been to the doctor lately, or you plan to go to a doctor in the near future, I recommend Dr. Death. Um, Miracle Worker just started a week or two ago. This is on TBS. The series stars Steve Buscemi, Daniel Radcliffe, along with the rest of the cast from the previous two seasons. Uh, This season is called The Oregon Trail and follows a weird cast of characters making their way west, of course, on the Oregon Trail. Buscemi stars as kind of a bandit. Radcliffe is a preacher and is just more of the sarcastic, dry sense of humor. Radcliffe, Radcliffe plays the doofus again. I just think that the show is great. I highly recommend it. I recommend all three seasons. Uh, They're independent, so you don't need to see uh, season one or two to watch season three. Uh, Both season one and season two are both great. Um, Finally, Ted Lasso premiered last week uh, on Apple TV. Jason Sudeikis is back with all of his coaches and all of his players, and the hilarity continues. Episode 1 starts off on the new season. The team has so far tied all seven games in a row. A ridiculous accomplishment. Coach Lasso continues to motivate his players, his coaches, and upper management. We're still waiting for him to hook up with his boss, the owner of the team. But they're just trying to get out of this tie funk. Uh, Ted Lasso won a bunch of awards last year, deservedly. And this season is off to a great start. I... Highly recommend Ted Lasso. So, lots and lots of good new shows that came out. A um, lot of series tapered off in the last couple of weeks as well. Lizzie's Story finished up on Apple TV. I like that series a lot. In typical Stephen King fashion, he doesn't necessarily explain everything to you, but we get enough out of it. Uh, Mr. In Between finished up with him killing a bunch of guys he doesn't really like. He actually moves away from his family, he tries to quit the life. The show just gets better and better all of the time. Uh, the second season of Why Women Kill finished up, not as quite as interesting as the first season. Second season just focused on one single story, albeit a good one, uh, where the lead character just goes completely off the deep end, killing people at random, uh, planned, Uh, spur the moment. It it just all goes to hell. Uh, A lot of actors that you'll recognize like Nick Frost, who is the fat English guy in almost every single story that has a fat English guy. Um, I still recommend Why Women Kill. Uh, Loki finished up and all I really got out of it was that the the character we meet at the end of time is going to be the new bad guy across the Marvel Universe in Phase 4. Loki was all right. Um, like I said, time travel just kind of screws everything up, and I'm kind of sick of it. Um, Hillston was great. Uh, Owen Wilson was fantastic. Um, the story just wasn't uh, really doing it for me. So, what's left? Here are my top nine nines. I couldn't make it to ten. So there's just not enough new things out during the summer. It's almost September when I'm sure a bunch of new things will come up. But here are my here's my stuff. Number nine, Discovery of Witches is on AMC. The show isn't keeping my interest as much as I hoped. I still like it, vampires and witches and so forth. It's pretty good uh, given the dearth of uh, what's out there right now. Uh, Black Monday, number eight, the season finale is tonight. We'll see if the game can trap the killer and keep the jazz label. We'll see. Number seven, Generation on HBO Max. Uh, number six, The Good Fight. The Democrat versus Republican saga is getting old, and it's really heavy-handed. Um, but Mandy Patinkin is just stealing this show, and, it's, and he's great. Number five is Dave. He continues to just make an ass of himself, and it gets funnier and funnier. The Bar Mitzvah episode was really, really good. Uh, four is Miracle that we talked about. Three is Physical on Apple TV. Rose Byrne talking to herself is just one of the funniest things on TV right now. I think this week is also the finale. Number two is Ted Lasso. And number one, Kevin can fuck himself. I still like this. My favorite parts are are the sitcom parts. But something does need to break through soon. Um, You know, we thought, you know, she was going to kill him last episode. that didn't really happen. You can kind of see right through from the beginning. Um, Can't wait to watch the next episode, though. So there's a spot open here for somebody to break through. But if you're looking for a binge, you're looking to just watch something straight on through, you don't want to wait week to week, here are my current binges. Number 10, Never Have I Ever. Number 9 is Gamora. Just finished that one. And it has a great finish to it. There were some decisions that these guys made I didn't totally understand, but I still like it. Eight is Fair Street. Seven, How to Sell Drugs Online. Six is Intelligent on Peacock with Dave Schwimmer. Number five, Sweet Tooth. That was really fun. Number four, Dr. Death. Three is Sky Rojo. Two is Leverage. And number one, the baddest ass on TV, Officer Bosch. Um we have some new things coming out. So interestingly enough, there's a movie, a Gamora movie come out. It's a prequel about the immortal. So he was the guy that died at the end of uh, uh, the season before this one. Um, Outer Banks will give you a review of that. Gossip Girl has been out for a little while. I'll get you a review of that as well. I did see it. It's all right. Uh, Cocaine Cowboys on Netflix comes out on Wednesday. Departure Season 2. Um uh, with uh, Archie Panjabi from The Good Wife, uh, comes out on Thursday. Uh, Hit and Run on Netflix comes out on Friday. Mr. Corman on Apple TV on Friday. Uh, this is a Joseph Gordon-Levitt creation. He stars in it, he directs it, I think he wrote it. Uh, Suicide Squad comes out on Friday, can't wait. And a Val Kilmer documentary, auto-documentary, uh, comes out also on Friday. Um, there also has been no lack of new movies coming out. I watched several of them. I won't talk about Black Widow unless I would say I was just a little underwhelmed. Maybe it was just because it came out of order chronologically due to its delayed release. So I I don't know. I just thought it was kind of weird. It was all right. Uh, so here's what, uh, I did watch. Uh, So Tomorrow War. Chris Pratt's new, uh, presumably, series. I'm sure they're going to make plenty more of these. Tomorrow War is about the future human race going back in time. They recruit soldiers for war against aliens because they're running out of humans in the future. And so, of course, time travel dilemmas are here again. I'm so sick of this. Uh, there's some decent action and a little bit of surprises. we learn about what these aliens actually are. I think I'm going to uh, just give Tomorrow War kind of an okay. The plot doesn't totally hang together. It seemed a little like a ripoff of the Aliens prequel. So uh, you know, I was I was kind of so so on it. Uh, Jolt. This stars Kate Beckinsale from Underworld. She's back in an action role, but blonde now. Stories about a woman who gets extremely violent if she doesn't shock herself before she lets her temple run out of control. She finally finds love, but the guy gets murdered the next day. So what are you going to do? Well, you're going to go on an absolute rampage to try to find the killer. Some great action, some great kills in this movie. Decent twist at the end. I think we'll see more jokes. I'm recommending this one. Uh, Finally, Gunpowder Milkshake. So more girl power here. This stars Karen Gillan. She's the redhead from Jumanji. She's also in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Angela Bassett, you know her. Michelle Yeoh, she's from everything. Uh, Discovery, James Bond. Uh, Carla Gugino from Entourage and Jet. And of course, Lena Headey. Cersei from Game of Thrones is in the show as well. So what's this about? This is uh, Gillian. she's a hit woman who decides to save a kid instead of finishing her assignment. Of course, her bosses get upset by this, so they have to go after her. Her mom, Hetty, and her aunts, Yo, Bassett, Gugino, need to defend her and keep her and the kid alive. There are some laughs. There's a ton of action, but my favorite action is definitely with Yo and Bassett and Gugino. Uh, Not all of the choreography works in this movie, uh, especially with Karen Gillan. There's a scene at the bowling alley where she fights with a bowling ball and it just really doesn't work. It really doesn't flow. So though I do want to see a sequel of this, I I do. I I would watch it again. Uh, I'm going to say that this is just okay for now. So that is some advice on what to watch and what to watch soon. See you next week.